Welcome to Listen by Jean Ginsberg. This audio experience and podcast is all about social media, digital marketing, entrepreneurship, and interviews with top entrepreneurs in the digital and social space. I'm your host, Jean Ginsberg, digital marketing expert, number one best-selling author, and award-winning entrepreneur. I will be sharing with you strategies, tips, and tactics on how to grow your business and your social media following. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, Jean Ginsberg here. I am very excited. Next episode of Listen by Jean Ginsberg is here right now. And I have a very special guest. Justin Oglesby is here today. How are you, Justin? Jean, thanks for having me. Awesome to be on the show. Yes, I'm very excited. And I'm very excited to talk about your background, your company, what you're up to these days. And just let's jump right into it. So tell us about your background. Yeah, so um, it's going to be a little bit of a wild ride. So uh, hang in there with me. Uh, I love I that. used to. I love wild rides. <laughs> <laughs> I used to rodeo and ride bulls, and I grew up. Would have never a, guessed. Uh, <laughs> I grew up from a, a blue collar family, and rodeo and rode bulls through middle school, high school, and through college. Uh, eventually, I got turned on to uh, sports medicine. Um, obviously, as a bull rider, you get hurt all the time. You spend a lot of time with the. Um, athletic training staff and the orthopedic surgeons. And so I went and got my undergraduate in athletic training. And um, I had a couple of uh, sales jobs. Like I was an athletic trainer doing like, I was a head athletic trainer for a high school football team um, and was, you know, football, baseball, basketball, like all the sports for about two years. And during the day I was, you know, treating patients and then also doing some like sales and marketing. And I really got in, like to love the marketing side of things. And then I went on a mission trip to India. Um, this was, you know, maybe like five, six years ago, seven years ago, I went on a mission trip to India. And then I got super sick and flew back and was hospitalized for 30 days. I was in the ICU for like three to four days. They thought it was like some exotic disease. They were trying to figure out what was going on. Long story short, it ended up being a ruptured appendix that they just missed. Oh my gosh. Wow. And you think that nowadays they would miss that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. Exactly. So um, during like 28th, uh, 27th day, they were having me walk around. I, like I had all kinds of surgeries, but after a bunch of the surgeries, they had, were having me walk around and making sure I could go up and down the hallway. And I just remember being so frail and fragile and just walking up and down the hallway with a walker. And seeing all these people pass me by with their heads in their phones, just like, just going so fast through life. And I was like, man, if they, like this, like experience that I just went through, like at a very, very young age, like early twenties taught me that life is so fragile and you really only get one shot at it. So you need to make it the best. So I healed up and then I went back to school and got my master's and in marketing and healthcare administration, went and worked with an orthopedic company, did sales and marketing. Um, and as a lot of uh, sales guys usually do, you have like a little side hustle because I, I would, you know, get done around like 2 PM with all of my calls and would just catch up with emails and really had a lot of time on my hands. So I created apparel and uh, apparel uh, rodeo business, uh, hats and t-shirts and long story short, I started doing Facebook ads and Google and website stuff. And a lot of our, a lot of my, um, 
my first clients were like from church and like personal network. And they were seeing my success that I was having. They're like, Hey, I know I need to do digital marketing. I don't know how to do it. Can you pay me to do it? And first client, I think paid me like $500. And I was like, okay, this is, this is something I should look into. So I was looking at the uh, profit margins and the profit margins for a marketing business at that time with what I was doing was around 85%. And then profit margins for the apparel company was around 20, 30% if I was doing something really good. And so I was like, all right, profit margins are over here in the marketing business are way better. I'm going to focus my energy on that. And then, so from there, I just started to, you know, um, specialize. Um, I went from website design to SEO to Facebook ads. And, you know, that's what we kind of specialized in was, you know, the digital marketing side of generating the leads. And uh, now me and my business partner, we have a company where we help people who generate leads. One, we help them generate the leads if they need that help. But mostly our clients have the lead generation down. We help them whenever you generate the lead, what happens to that lead after that? Like what we do is we have a process, a proven system to be able to take that lead and to convert them into a booked appointment at the highest ratio possible. That That's was a long time. answer. Yeah, no, this is great. Um, I would just never guess that, you know, you go from a bull rider to doing lead generation for clients, you know, <laughs> I, I honestly, I've had a lot of different uh, podcast guests on this, on this podcast and it has been oh, an interesting ride. I got to say, uh, I had a guy who yeah. was a, uh, uh, who used to be uh, a police officer in South Africa and now is an entrepreneur. So it's like, you know, everybody's got their story, you know, <laughs> so it's great. Funny, to it, it's funny how the Lord works. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so tell us uh, about the current company. So it's, you're saying that, you know, once you get a company gets a lead uh, or a client gets a lead um, and then you're helping them go through a process of taking that lead and converting them into an appointment. So how, can you share a little bit about that? Absolutely. Yeah. So we had our digital marketing business and what we were doing is we were generating leads for all of our clients. So we were generating leads for ourselves. And then also we were in the business for generating leads for our like local small businesses. And so what we found was that one, we were super busy doing all of the things that we needed to do throughout the day on top of all the leads that we were generating. We needed to like follow up with them in a timely manner. Like if we, if you got to a lead, like a couple of days after they came in, they probably not really have any idea who you are and you probably lost that opportunity. And not to mention like, following like if say you get like three to five leads a day you don't follow you only follow up with one of them and then you're got a slam day the next day and you follow up with them and then like that next day four five more leads come in and it just starts like doing this compounding like rolling effect of just not being able to follow up and have a like proven system and then what we found is that whenever we were sending leads to our clients they didn't have a proven system either so if we were sending the leads to our clients and they weren't turning those, those, those leads into clients for themselves or customers for our clients, then they weren't going to receive a return on investment. Right. So eventually what would happen is they would not continue to do business with us. So right. we're like, all right, this is a huge problem. We need to figure out this, like whenever we get the lead, what happens? Right. So we did a bunch of research. We looked at a couple of Harvard business review studies that, showed that you, like the chances of you qualifying a lead, like looking at five minutes versus 10 minutes, like just like when a lead is generated, if you follow up within five minutes, the chances you increase, the chances you qualifying that lead increased around 400% versus 10 minutes. 
right? And then also like you, the chances of you qualifying the lead, if you call them at least six times, like throughout like a couple of days, not like six times in a row in one day. But if you call them throughout like six days, each and every single day, chances of you qualifying that lead increase to like 90%. And what most people do is they stop after like two or three. So we're like, all right, we're going to create this system. And that's the system that we've created is that we call within five minutes. We follow up. We make sure that we're sending text messages, uh, you know, voicemails if we need to. Once we do get them on the phone, we're going to ask them a handful of qualification questions just to make sure they're a good fit. And then we're going to book an appointment, right? And now we've, we did that with our clients. We implemented that with all of our clients and our clients started sticking around with us for a lot longer because they were, they were receiving the return on investment for the leads that they were getting. Right. So it seems like that would just, I mean, I know that there's, there's a process to it, but it seems like you think that clients, like your clients would want to go through the leads and would want to talk to the leads because this is a potential business. So where do you think that fall off is like for based on your research and based on your experience, like why are client and why are businesses falling off with their leads? I mean, I know we get all busy, right? I get it. But like a lead is potential revenue for the business. Hundred percent, hundred percent. The clients do want to follow up. Uh, you, like usually, when we get a new client uh, on the marketing side of things, so we got two businesses here. We got the like the lead generation marketing business, and then the the conversion lead, the business that we're here to talk about, which is where we help you follow up with the lead. So, when we were generating the the leads for our clients, it was like, no, I want to follow up with the leads. I want to follow up with the leads. Okay, cool. And then we send like sixty to hundred leads a month to our clients. And that, you know, equates to around two to three to four leads a day. And right. that, that's a lot of leads to be able to follow up with. And at the end of the month, you're looking at like you, you had to follow up and manage a pipeline of over a hundred leads. Right. But and that's not a bad problem to, to have, right? <laughs> not a bad problem to have. But let's just say you go to month two. Now you got like 200 leads that you know, and then month three, it just starts to like stack on top of each other. So is it just a matter of hiring people who manage like a sales team it's, to manage? Exactly. It's, um, it's okay. almost like a full-time job in itself. Sure. So what we did is we figured out what it takes to be able to hire people to follow up with all these leads, right? It's almost like an inbound sales rep or sales development rep. And whenever a lead comes in, they're screening them. They're like disqualifying the people who are just, you know, kicking tires, qualifying the people who are really serious and then booking a time on the calendar for either the salesperson or the business owner to, so they can have a meaningful conversation on what it looks like to do business with that, that person. Absolutely. This podcast is brought to you by the Digital Marketing Method Monthly Group Coaching Program, your methodology for growing your business and your social media following. Join me and my group of supportive entrepreneurs and learn how you can grow your business and your social media following where we cover topics such as Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, email marketing, and so much more. Go to dmgroup.online, dmgroup.online. So um, on this podcast, uh, we have entrepreneurs who listen here. And so I like to give actionable items from our podcast guests. So if I'm a business and I'm listening to this podcast and I'm having some trouble maybe going through all of my leads, like what are some recommendations just, you know, if you're just getting started or um, for someone, you know, an entrepreneur or business owner, what are some recommendations you would provide? Yeah, I would say first thing is you need to have a system and you need to have a person set that is like the main person, like the main go-to person that these leads go through, 
right? One, you need to have a system so that no lead falls through the cracks. You can manage the pipeline. All the automations are growing out like they, they, they need to be. And you can communicate through that system. So if someone, uh, if you have two people, the other person can pick up very easily, right? So one, you need to have a system. And two, you need to have a person managing that, that system. So that's what we call an appointment setter. So what we recommend is that a lead goes to appointment setter that qualifies those leads or disqualifies them if they're not a good fit, ask them three to five questions, preset questions that, you know, you kind of already have. And then from those questions, it'll determine if that lead is a good fit or a good prospect. And then from there, they book the appointment on the, the calendar of the sales or the business owner. Okay. Great. This is, this is really good actionable advice for someone who is listening. Awesome. So tell us a little bit more about your company. So, so what are some recent wins that you've had um, in the last I don't know, several months, let's say? Um, we guess we can talk about that or, or even this year. Yeah. So um, we've really focused on moving from a done for you model to a done with you model. And what okay. we found is that uh, we had like, we started out where, you know, people would pay us a flat rate fee per lead to follow up with all of their leads and all of their clients leads. And what we found was that some people wanted to buy our system and buy our, our agents because they were like, I've seen your system. It's amazing. I've seen your agents. I've listened to them. They're, they're awesome too. And I just want that inside of my business. Can we get that from you? And we were like, yeah, that's fine. And then we talked about price and then we had like five to seven people go through that process. What we found was those people were getting way better results because one, they had more skin in the game because it was their system. We're just helping them build it. And um, also because we were able to work more one-on-one -on -one with them, right? To be able to help provide them a custom solution. Um, I mean, they, we give them all of, all of our proven systems, but we kind of help tweak to their specific needs, right? So now what we've done in the past year is really focused on moving with that done with you model. And we've, you know, we've put over 50,000 leads through our system, worked with over 150 clients, and we're really, really proud of the system and the product that we have. That's amazing. It's so true. I, I love when companies uh, help with their, their clients and do like a done with you service where it's like, mm -hmm. instead of like giving you fish, you actually teach your clients how to fish because then they have just much more skin in the game and they can do this for themselves all day long eventually once you help them build it. And so I totally agree with that. And I do that in my business as well, where I kind uh, of consultative basis where I, I help my clients set up the system for them for digital marketing and social media. And then they take on um, after that. So I can, Totally relate to that. And I think that's, a, that's an amazing um, system. So switching gears a little bit here, um, you know, we've uh, of course been in this COVID state since the last, I don't know, 10 months or so. How has um, your business or the industry changed since uh, the pandemic started? I would say um, on the marketing side, there were a handful of like local businesses that shut down. However, digital marketing as an industry, I feel like is just increasing um, mm -hmm. and and revenue and attention. And I mean, because if you think about it, people are staying home more, um, right. state lines are locked down. So like they're not in their car listening to radio. They're not in their car passing billboards, right? They may be watching TV a little more. So there's that, but I think a lot of people are just spending more time on their, you know, their, their computer, their smartphones, their iPads, you know, whatever, 
tablets, whatever you want to call it. I think they're spending more time digitally. So I feel like the demand for digital marketing has just increased. And with that, um, obviously when people are spending more time digitally, obviously the, the attention is shifting there. So more ad dollars are being spent to try to capture that attention, i.e. lead generation, which if you are generating leads, you want to turn those leads into booked appointments. So those booked appointments can turn into sales. So it's really helped our business a lot. Have you seen an increase or growth in your business since the pandemic? Yes. That's yes. Great. I mean, at first it was kind of scary. It's like no one really knew what was going on. Everyone was buying toilet paper and like staying indoors. And now it's kind of, I mean, it, I mean, you can make an argument that it's kind of made a, a swing back to, you know, kind of like how it was in the beginning. But um, I feel like it's, it's kind of leveled off a little more. Right. Yeah, I've, I've seen the same exact thing in my business and since we do digital and social as well. Um, beginning was a little bit dicey, but then we had our biggest month in October and our track to hit our biggest month again in November when this is being recorded. So, um, so I've, yeah, I've seen the posit a positive change in my business. So I guess it's not all bad, right? Amazon's still making money, so it's not all bad, right? Some companies are growing. <laughs> um, right. Um, cool. And so uh, what are some of the new initiatives that you guys are working on in your business? Yeah, some pretty cool stuff that we're putting together um, right now. We're obviously we have the appointment setting side of things put together, but we're now um, just working a lot with our clients on helping them with all aspects of their business, lead generation, um, you know, the appointment setting, account management, ad management, and just a handful of other things that go that goes into actually building and scaling up a business. Awesome. That's very cool. And then I have usually one last question. It's kind of an open-ended question that I'd like to ask my podcast guests. So what is your prediction for the industry? And that could be your industry specifically, like marketing, or it could be lead generation, or it could be anything like terraforming Mars or self-driving cars or AI, anything that you want to talk about. <laughs> Uh, let's stick to the digital marketing industry. Uh, sure. That's just because what I can speak the best on. Um, I feel like, I mean, in the past handful of years, there's there's been a pent up demand of digital marketing. Things have kind of been shifting in that direction. I think with people now working from home, being more comfortable, like the older generation, maybe a little more comfortable with um, like the computers and the, the, the iPads and the, the cell phones, I think that the attention is going to shift a little, a little more, like it's already there, but I think even more attention is going to shift digitally, which would, it, it's just going to, you know, when attention shifts, you know, one and more direction, that's where usually the ad dollars follow. And so with that said, I think that the digital marketing space, as far as advertisements would probably just benefit from, you know, this whole situation. Right. And what are your thoughts on the big players in the space like Facebook and Twitter? Um, I have seen a lot of uh, users leaving those big platforms. Have you seen anything or heard anything about that? And in terms of ad advertising space as well? Um, not, no, not really. I mean, if I feel like Facebook and I mean, I, don't, I can't really speak for Twitter, but I feel like Facebook, um, I feel like there is a little bit of a movement to um, like the, the TikToks and more of like the Snapchats and stuff. Um, I, I just think Facebook has such a hole. I mean, as of right now, when we're recording this, um, I, I, I still think that they're probably the number one platform as far as advertising. 
Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think we still are. I'm just wondering, I think there might be a change coming soon because there's a lot of these other social media platforms that are popping up and seems that users are starting to move over there. And, and you know, there's a whole thing with the whole censorship and, you know, on social media during the election and everything. I'm not talking about like, I'm not trying to say on my end, like which way I'm leaning. I'm just more saying like there was censorship. And so I think that um, people are trying to figure out if there's new social media platforms, which there are, and I think there's now a demand for it. Right. That's what I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah, I don't, um, I don't know if I have the answer to that. I think uh, Facebook, I would assume that those guys are pretty smart up there at the top so they can um kind of go with the flow and if there's a change being made hopefully they um still create a platform that everyone likes to go to i think there's 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 definitely platforms that people are having more fun on right now right um but i and i think that facebook understands that you know they have their place um i do like how facebook isn't you know trying to steal features you know like uh, like other platforms may you know what I mean? Like, uh, like Instagram? for example, like, well, you said it, not me. <laughs> like they, they stole Snapchat stories. They stole uh, TikTok with the reels. Um, there's like a handful of other things that they've oh, yeah. kind of tried to steal. Vine, I think they, they were doing videos like when Vine was still around. So Yeah. Yeah, lots of changes. So, well, thank you. That was, uh, I was just curious what your thoughts were. I always kind of like to keep the last question open-ended and see where the conversation goes. Um, but thanks for being here. And the last question is, how can our audiences get a hold of you or find you on online? Yeah, um, most places uh, on Facebook and Instagram, I'm at J-U-S-T, so just Oglesby, O-G-L-E-S-B-Y. Or you can go to uh, conversionly.io. That's our website. That's for our company. If you are interested in us helping you out with, um, you know, generating leads or taking those leads into booked appointments and obviously creating more sales opportunities for your business. Uh, yeah. So the website, Facebook, uh, that's probably where I hang out mostly is on Facebook. So yeah, listeners can get in touch with me there. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being here. This was great. Um, love having guests like you on the show who talk about just you know very real things that are happening like following up with leads you know it's not sexy but it needs to get done right <laughs> so uh, i love hearing about that that you can actionable things that you can actually use in your business today so thanks so much uh, justin oglesby for being here and um we'd love to have you back on the show again thanks again for for showing up and being here Absolutely. and chatting with us <laughs> awesome yeah thanks for having me it was a pleasure <laughs>